Hey guys, welcome to the How to Invest and Trade Like a Pro podcast. This show is for investors and traders who want to learn how to invest and trade in a way that protect and grow their wealth and yet minimize the risk in the stock market. Hey, what is up guys? Welcome back to the podcast episode. So in today's podcast episode, uh, I would like to change things up a bit, right? So for the coming few uh, podcast episodes, I'll be doing a series on the best books that I believe will help you get started in investing in the stock market, right? So I'll be splitting the podcast into different episodes, right? And in today's podcast episode, I'll be sharing with you the first book that I believe will help you get started in the stock market, right? So this the first book that I'm going to share with you is this book called Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins, right? So um, for you guys who are not too sure who Tony Robbins is, Tony Robbins is a world-famous um, peak performance coach. So he coaches um, pe- uh, famous people such as Bill Clinton, uh, Serena Williams, and so on, right? So that is who Tony Robbins is. And because over the years, he has managed to help a lot of this um, more well-known people, he also managed to make um, contacts with a lot of um, successful people, right? So in this book, um, Tony Robbins talk about money, right? And Tony Robbins has this famous philosophy that he advocates, and the phil- and the philosophy is this, right? Model what works, right? He believes that success leaves clue, and instead of re reinvent- reinventing the wheel to achieve success, he said that we should instead model what already works from the people who have already achieved the success that we want to achieve, right? So he did what he preached. So in this book about money and investing, he went out to find all the people who are already successful in this field and went out to interview and pick their brains, right? So some of the people that he managed to interview for this book were Carl Icahn, David Swenson, Ray Dalio, Warren Buffett, Paul Tudor Jones, and Jack Bogle. Right, so that is a really amazing lineup, right? So if you're a sports fan like me, it's like playing fantasy league for investors, right? And if you're a investor, it is like a dream come true having this kind of lineup, right? So Tony Robbins managed to interview all of these people. And the main takeaway that I got from this book is this. He mentions that 96% of actively managed mutual funds fear to bid the market over any sustained period of time. And on top of that, by investing in the index, you don't have to pay a professional to try picking which stocks in the index you should own, right? So when I first started out in the, before I decided to invest in the stock market, I had two options, right? The first option is to learn how to invest and invest for myself. And the second option was to pass my money along to someone else to help me invest, right? But I knew these two things. The first thing is that, money and investing and especially my financial future is an essential part of my life and I have to take more control and personal responsibility for such an essential part of my life right so that's the first thing the second thing is this no one cares more about your financial future than yourself right so with these two things in mind I decided to learn how to invest right and this book also mentions and this book and Tony Robbins advocates why you should invest for yourself, right? So let's take a closer look at why Tony Robbins advocate investing for yourself. So the first thing he mentions is he compared the fees of, he comp- uh, excuse me, he compared the returns that investing yourself in an index versus 
investing in a mutual fund, that means having someone else to invest for you, right? And he compared the returns between the two. So he, he used an example. So he, he mentions about a 20-year period between 1993 to 2013, the S&P 500 or the index returned an average annual returns of 9.28%. But on the other hand, the average mutual fund investor made just over 2.54%, right? So that's a huge difference between investing for yourself in an index versus passing money along to someone else. So in this case, the mutual fund to help you invest, right? So that's the first thing, the amount of returns. And the second thing that he talked about is the fees, right? So he talked about the average fees associated with investing in an index versus the average fees associated with investing in a mutual fund, right? So the first thing that he mentioned was this, the average cost of owning a mutual fund is 3.17% per year. And on the other hand, the average fees associated with investing in that index, so the S&P 500, can be as little as 0.14%, right? So if, if you think that this 2% difference in um, annual fee between um, investing in a mutual fund and investing in an index by yourself is not a lot over a year, then yeah, you are correct. But the thing is, and chances are, you're not going to invest for only a year. Chances are you're going to invest for a longer period of time. So he also talked about the impact of fees over a period of time, right? So he took an example. For example, the, the example that he used was a million dollar invested over 8% assumed annualized return over 30 years, right? And he compared the different annual fees. So for a 1% annual fee, over 30 years, your $1 million would have become $7.6 million. And on the other hand, your $1 million invested over 30 years will only be $4.3 million with a 3% annual fee, right? So that 2% annual fee difference might not seem a lot at the start, but over the years, it resulted in a huge difference in the returns that you are able to generate, right? So in, to conclude, uh, I, I compare the two, right? So investing in an index by yourself versus passing money along for, to someone else to help you invest. So in this case, passing money along to mutual funds to help you invest, right? And I compare this two against two important criteria. So the two criteria that I compare them against is returns and fees, right? So for the first one, the returns, we, from the podcast, we know that the index by investing in an index by ourselves the annual average returns we get from investing in an index beats the average returns we get from investing in a mutual fund, right? So in terms of fee, investing in an index beats the mutual fund. The second criteria that I compare them against to is the fees, right? And again, from the podcast episode and from the book, we learned that the fees associated with investing in an index is lower than the fees associated investing with a mutual fund. So not only, the re- not only are the returns higher for investing in an index, but the fees are also lower, right? So that is why I always advocate, if, if you don't know how to invest, I still believe that we should at least invest in the index rather than passing money along to people, right? Because not only are the returns on average higher, but the fees that you're paying are also lower, right? So this is the first book that I'm going to share with you that I believe will help you get started in the stock market. And I will be sharing with you um, more books in the coming podcast episode. So make sure you look out for the next podcast episode where I'll share with you this book on how I believe this book can help you stay in the market as much as possible when the market is up. 
and avoid the market when the market is going down. Right, so make sure you watch out for that podcast episode to your financial success.